Welcome to the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus, coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoking Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour. Are you ready? Are you ready for the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour? I hope you are, because it's here, and it ain't no Tuesday Blues with Hyper Sloth. That's, uh, this is... That's right. It's a free for all with Hypersloth. How's everybody doing tonight? Rufus, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you deliciously. All right. Look, my presence might be short-lived. It's been storming like mad all day. When I first tried to call into the show, my phone said that I could only do emergency calls. And then I called in. I don't, know if you, I don't even know if you saw me pop up on the screen, but I called in and was immediately disconnected. So I might I did drop not. out at any second. Yeah. Are you getting some of that softball-sized hail that they're calling for? No, no hell. Hell. I mean, hail, it's been just raining constantly all fucking day and, like, uh, Black as night. It was just there's no 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 sky to be seen. You know, if it does start snowing or snowing, Jesus criminy. If it does start dropping softball size hail, I want you to grab a bat, dude, and run outside and see how many you can hit. I feel like that's that's be good, very that that idea's better than mine. I was gonna grab a mitt and see how many I could catch. That's a, you should try to catch as many in your mouth as you can. <laughs> I shall. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know how that turns out if I can. If I have any teeth left. You make for a, a nice crack, uh, crack mouth smile or meth mouth smile. Beautiful. I can really see that. That would be nice. So welcome to tonight's show, Rufus. Uh, we got some stuff lined up. You got some Mad Libs lined up. I I, I understand. Well, I think it would be good if we try it. I got some. Uh, I found a website that's got them, and they're all pretty short. So if it fails miserably, at least we haven't wasted too much time. All right, I'm excited to try that. Uh, we're going to play some tunes for the folks tonight, some of our original stuff. I hope everybody's excited for that. I know I am. I've got a boner for it right now. You do? Is your zipper up or down? It is it what? I said, is your zipper up or down with your with your boner? I'm just sitting here naked. Can I tell you something? One time when I was, uh, I guess I was a probably a freshman in college, I was making out with this chick, right? And we're grinding super fucking hard, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, nothing really happened. Uh, but the next day I woke up and I had been grinding so hard with my boner on this chick that my zipper had kind of ripped open all of the skin on the bottom of my penis. Oh, my God. Was it painful? It was painful. Uh, obviously, I didn't notice it when we were grinding, but the next day, yeah, it was uh, it was a little bit painful. You ever zipped up your dick inside of your zipper? I have not. I am I'm quite careful when it comes to a zipper operation. 
I have, and it's not very pleasant. That's for sure. Well, I, I can't imagine that it would be. I'm sure there's probably a fetish. A giant member like there. this. I mean, I don't, I don't really have a choice. I mean, sometimes I'm stepping on it. Sometimes it's getting zipped and stuff. It gets caught in an elevator once in a while. Really, really. I, I had it caught on a subway train once. Boy, that was, that was odd. One time, uh, my dick had to take its own cab to the airport because it was running late. We almost missed the flight. <laughs> Is that right? My, mine's usually early. <laughs> Is it? That's what she said. It, it, it gets everywhere before me. I don't know if that's anything to brag about. So, uh, how's your weekend or your week wrap up? Rufus, anything you want to tell us? Any rants that we need to be listening to? Uh, no, no. I mean, it's been a pretty standard week, except for the weather the past two days. It's just been shit. It's a, a small miracle that I, I can't believe I'm actually talking to you on the phone because I tried to call in, and it literally it would not let me. It said, only if it's an emergency. And, of course, to me, it is an emergency. I almost called 911 and said, look, I got a show to do. You fucking fix this. My tax dollars demand it. And and they do. And I would like to see what the uproar would be if you did not make it to this evening's show. Uh, I would have gone on a rampage throughout the entire time. A rampage? What does that entail exactly? Would you have like turned yourself into a giant uh, lizard and started stomping on the the stop and go? And really put the town out of people? Well, it's so late in the evening, I'd probably just fall asleep and forget about it by tomorrow. But if I didn't, then, yeah, I would turn into some sort of monstrous beast. Or I would tear off my clothes and, and hope that people perceive me as a monstrous beast. What What would be the city center there in Waldron, Arkansas? Uh, uh, Walmart. Walmart. Is that that's probably the, that's pretty much the city center uh, city center of any town in America now, unfortunately. Yeah, we have a main street, but it's so depressing. It's it's like every other building just has a uh, you know clothes for business or for rent sign in it. No broken windows. No boards in the windows. Pretty pretty good there on Main Street in Waldron because the Main Street where I live is like instead of every other place for rent sign, it's kind of like every other place has broken windows and you can see the roof is caved by looking through the front window. Oh, it's very hard. Yeah. No, things aren't that desperate here yet. Yet, just for, you know what? If they build another Walmart, there's hope that it will be that. Yeah, that's what this town of three thousand people needs is two WalMarts. To compete against each other? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right across you the highway what? from each other. Instead of a Walmart, what if someone comes and opens up like a ceiling mart or a roof mart or a door mart or a window mart? Ah, not a bad idea. What, what they should do, what Walmart should do, you know how they have like McDonald's inside Walmarts now? They should just open another Walmart inside of Walmart. That would be awesome. You know what would be even more awesome? A Walmart inside of a McDonald's. Just a small little Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> they actually have those now. They're called neighborhood Walmarts, and one opened up in the town like 30 minutes away, and they're just like the size of a Walgreens, and they ended up shutting that one down. But, yeah, they can have a Walmart inside a Walmart. Or maybe Target should partner with Walmart oh, no. so they can have Targets inside Walmart. I think that's a great idea. I think that's a wonderful idea. wonder who came up with that name for a store, Target. I'm surprised there's not, like, more bombings and stuff there, just to prove a point. 
Wonder what, I wonder what would make someone name that name their store Target. Uh oh. I don't know. Like we got some action. Is there a tornado coming? I think your dog is trying to tell you there's a tornado. Oh, my dog is so dumb. I love him, but he's he's dumb. There's no telling what he's working at. It could be his own shadow or my shadow. Who, who fucking knows? Or it could be Jason. It could be like in the the horror movies. There's actually something going on. You're like. Stupid dog! All the way to the part where you get your head cut off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get a long rake through my throat. <laughs> Rufus, are you there? I think you're breaking up. It sounds like you're gurgling. <laughs> and then some some ghostly voice would just say, "Rufus is off air." Oh, exactly. It would say, "Talk about dead air." Oh, oh goddamn! You fucking you one up me on that one, and I gotta give it to you. That was beautiful. That I could see and that I in an '80s horror movie. Any good 80s horror movie has, like, a one-liner, I think. Does it not? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By the end of the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street string of movies, they, they were all just one-liners. It was almost <laughs> like were. going to a fucking Jerry Lewis stand-up show. you got to give them credit for that. They're like, hey, we know that it's not really scary anymore, but goddamn, uh, pretty much they were looking for Freddy to get his own morning show, like a kid's morning show. <laughs> That's right. It's crazy because the first one is, is really fucking awesome and scary as fuck. But by, like, number six, you're right. You're right. It, it may as well have been, like, produced by Jim Henson or something. You know what? I, this is something I probably know never told anybody before, but uh, I lost my virginity after seeing the first uh, um, Nightmare on Elm Street movie at the theater. Really? can remember it like it was yesterday, and I, I do basically three times a week uh, when my wife falls asleep. So uh, was the experience a nightmare or a dream come true? Well, that, it depends on who you're asking. For me, it was a dream come true. For her, I'm sure it was a nightmare. <laughs> at least it was only a 30-second nightmare. Oh, I just meant because she was asleep, like in the movie. Hmm. Oh, nice, nice. No, but uh, we were actually watching not necessarily the news as well. That's that's how exciting it was. God, I remember that show vaguely. That was a pretty good show. I, you know what? I think I saw recently that Conan wrote for that show for a short period of time, and I was thinking, I wonder if Conan wrote one of the episode or the episode I was watching when I lost my virginity. Uh, maybe so. Maybe so. I think I remember seeing his name roll through the credits, actually, and thought, hmm, interesting name. That guy's going to be your, somebody. Your watery eyes as you're busting a nut into a <laughs> unhappy woman. Burned 40 gallons of sperm onto some poor girl. She was older than me, so I feel like I was probably molested. Oh, was she a babysitter? That'd be a cool story. <laughs> no, unfortunately she was not. I'm sure she was somebody's babysitter. Here's the deal, though. She did uh, work at the local library. And I used to go to the and, like, make out with her in the stacks and, like, rub her boobs and her, her crotch. Did she uh, wear those sexy librarian glasses and kind of have that I'm too shy because I'm into books thing going on? Unfortunately, no. She did not wear glasses, and she was kind of a tramp. Oh, well. I think at the time it's probably not unfortunate, right? No, it was very fortunate. Very fortunate. 
I mean, I think she made me a better lover for the rest of my life. It was the way that she held me while I cried afterwards. She was so gentle. <laughs> well, Elm Street's a scary movie. You can't sleep alone after <laughs> Right, that. you know, to this day, I like to think that that was Freddie that made me cry after my first lovemaking session, but I'm <laughs> sure it was something very much deeper. That's what oh, yeah. she said. I'm sure. So what I'd like to do for the listeners, Rufus, is play one of our awesome songs. Would you like to start out with tonight? Because I figure if we're going to have a one-hour show, we'll play one of the songs like every 12 to 15 minutes. Are you on board with that? Uh, I'm trusting you're better at math than me, and I think that's probably a good bet. So I'll just say yes. That is not a good bet, by the way. Not Uh a good bet at all. I have to use a calculator to figure out what uh, radio station the radio is on. Remember the last episode when we were trying to figure out like the difference between when Prince and Hendrix was born, and it was, we may as well have been had like you know a chalkboard with physics equations on it. We just couldn't get a grip on the whole thing. The sad part about that is like later I was thinking about that, and then I was doing something the next day. I'm like, God, I am so bad at math. I was. It's like after that I got worse at math because somehow my the idea that I could do math in my head was shattered after that show and I was just like oh my god I don't even know how to add two and two anymore I, I, I don't even know what you're talking about that's how bad at math I am you think there'll always be numbers uh, I don't know I don't know I mean, we have to keep track of shit somehow right I guess numbers is the best way do you feel, I mean, at one point, do you think that there'd just, like, be any reason to write anything down? Or you think it'll all just be like you can talk into the computer or whatever, and it'll just be kind of sucked up? Yeah. It's interesting you mention that. Um, Google today filed a patent. I think they had the patent approved or whatever. It's a patent where it, it's for a little microchip device that goes in your eyeball. And they say that in the future, in the future, there won't be computers. Just everything will just be, it'll come to you wired into your brain. And once you think it, you'll know it. And that's, they're banking on that so much that they've like set a few billion dollars aside for this project and they've got other patents filed. So they're counting, uh, obviously they're counting on Wi-Fi instead of uh, dial-up. Um. Yeah, and I'm what? sure as fuck I... hope they're not counting on Bluetooth because I've found recently that the the most or the equivalently as unreliable computing technology as printers are, and printers completely suck and never fucking work when you want them to, is Bluetooth. I recently finally got Bluetooth working for the first time in my adult life. Right. A- after having tried it with multiple devices and it worked and I was like, Thank fucking God, it's awesome. I'm listening to like our podcast through the stereo in my car when I'm driving around, and then right. inexplicably, for no reason, it just fucking stopped and has a more right. And it's impossible to ever fucking reconnect. And the problem being is that when it drops the signal, it, like, stays locked on that channel for some reason, right? right? It just doesn't know just to shut it off. So you're like, hmm, now I have to figure out how to read it, set it. And they're, the thing is they try to be so sneaky and stuff because there's no, like, LED panels or anything where you can read what's going on that you're supposed no. to like just kind of know what to do when that happens. You know what I mean? Well, you're this... supposed to know, like, press and hold the button for 10 seconds or something, but no one ever tells you that. Well, nothing I've tried, I've, I've tried worked. I connected my phone to my, my new Bluetooth stereo, 
worked oh, it's awesome. Great for calls. I could like call through my my stereo, and I could listen to the podcast. I would like do it on a pod. What's it called? Uh, Pocket Cast. So I could listen to us through the stereo, or the other podcasts I listen to, or audio books, or uh, yeah, I even listened to a, a radio station out of Boston. And it's great. Really? And it just stopped. Yeah. And then it, it just fucking stopped. And no, no amount of like rebooting or clearing data or caching or turning the car off, nothing fucking worked. And then it just started working again a few days ago. I was like, okay, I guess right. the angels smiled upon me today. And then just today, like two days later, nope, doesn't work again. No, no fucking reason. I've rebooted my phone, taken the battery out. I even like did a factory reset on my phone, so I had to reinstall right. everything. Now yeah. it doesn't work. So, fuck Bluetooth is my attitude about that. You use you need to use that one that's for people that are uh, a little lower rent, little smaller IQ. It's called Brown Tooth. <laughs> I thought it was called No Tooth. Well, that's you know that's when you're getting into the government type stuff. It's that's the No Tooth. Ah, Brown Tooth. <laughs> I told you that Bluetooth needs a root canal. <laughs> when did you ever make out? Is your tooth still causing you pain back there, or whatever happened to that tooth? Is it still with us? No, yeah, it's still with us, and it's perfectly fine. I think what happened is the tooth is destroyed. I mean, this is a fact. Right. I can see that it's it's right. back there, and there's I have one like, like some, that. Yeah, but it's. I think the pain that was causing me problem was more. I just had I had an ulcer around that area, or maybe it was infected, because it's been fine ever since. Ever since no problems you found at out all. that you were going to have something done, that someone was acknowledging its existence, you're like, no, that doesn't exist anymore. It's fine. Man, I, I wish my denial had been that quick, but literally it was like two weeks after that, I was still in agony. It was like, oh, man, I don't want to have to do this. And then I woke up one day, and uh, <laughs> it, was, it, it was still in agony, but I forced myself to believe that it wasn't and you know, alcohol helped, and it hasn't hurt ever since. Marijuana helps you. You know what? I'm convinced there was a thing in uh, online the other day. It was like they were supposedly someone said that marijuana helps your bones heal faster, right? And I totally fucking believe in that. I do with wholeheartedly because I also know that it makes my nails grow faster. When I'm not what? smoking weed, I like have to trim my nails like, once every two weeks, but if I'm smoking weed, I have to trim my nails like once every ten days, maybe like eight days. That is really? no lie. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but uh, it obviously helps you generate or use calcium or something better. I'm telling you, the pot, dude, I I never really believed this. is great. I've been smoking pot for, oh, Jesus, wow, that's a long time. I don't even want to say. <laughs> 30 years I've been smoking pot. That sounds, that sounds disturbing. You know, I haven't been doing a lot of things for 30 I've barely been brushing my teeth for 30 years. <laughs> Excellent. But, but uh, I, was, I was like, yeah, medical marijuana, whatever. I'm sure it works for people because it's all a psychological thing, right? Which is fine by me because I think, you know, 80% of medicine is probably psychological. Oh, yeah. But I, I got this. High CB. I have these. I've been having these really bad back aches, dude. Like every time this time of year, I don't know what it is, but I get like really, really bad back ache. I don't know if it's like coming out of winter and my bones are like stiffing up, like I'm coming out of hibernation or something. But uh, 
I got a pot that was high in CBDs, right, instead of THC. So it doesn't really get you, like, really mentally high. But I'm telling you, for two years in a row, just smoking like this pot for a couple of nights when my back has been hurting for, like, a month, and yeah. like, I swear to God, it has lessened my back pain, even when I'm not high, by, like, fucking 50 or 60%. No fucking lie. It, I believe it really that. is a believer. I, th- I mean, I think that's like a two-pronged effect. There's there's probably like a real chemical thing happening that's helped. But also, I mean, as we know, we've discussed with alcohol, it's just getting your mind off of it, you know, letting you sort of escape focusing on that for a while. Yeah, but this, I mean, it, this it's, pot doesn't go. really give you a really serious mental effect. Right, right. So, I mean, I don't – like, I I know that usually – when I get really high off pot, it gives you the mental effect. I know it takes my mind off stuff because I'll be thinking stuff like, oh, God, a, a Snickers would taste really good right now and stuff like that. So I know that my mind is, like, off of stuff. But I think what I read about pot too recently was that it knows, it, like, goes through your body. I know this sounds so strange, and I'm not trying to turn this into a show completely about pot, but it is brought to you by 420 Products USA, the makers of the Bud Buddy and the Jiggle Sticks. <laughs> But um, uh, it, like, goes through your body, dude, and it finds, because it can treat so many different things, it, like, finds out what is wrong with you and, like, starts to work on a molecular level with, like, the shit that is, that is not balanced inside of your body. That sounds like the spirit of Jesus. <laughs> you know what? I need to talk to you about this. Thank you. Please do. Please go on. Uh-oh. You have I'm been like, healed. I have. I healed thyself. Physician, heal thyself. Is that a real saying? I feel like that I've heard that somewhere on a sitcom. I think I've heard it. I think I've... You probably have. You probably have said it. All right, folks. So yeah. we got kind of off track there, but I want you to hear this awesome song. is Beer and Food. Circa 1996 from us, me, Zigzag, and you, Rufus. Thank you. I thought you maybe you forgot your name there for a second. Uh, this is us doing beer as food, but uh, you know, recently Rufus gave it a little bit of a remix, and I think it's choicer than ever. So check it out. Here is beer as food. Choice. Good word. Back on the road 
a noun. A noun. Tractor. You're writing a children's book? <laughs> I don't another know. Noun. Am I? What was that? I'm sorry. Uh, another noun. Another noun? Tornado. Oh, crazy. Man, I can hear that echo of my own voice. Danger. Another, another, another noun. A uh, child, since you said children's book. A number. 41. A plural noun. Buildings. Another plural noun. Swimming pools. One more plural noun. Condoms. All right, there you go. Now you're on the right track. Man, I thought you were going to get a little racy with this. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't. You know what? I'm like trying to think of what adjective and noun and all that kind of shit means. I can smell the wood burning in here. My brain was working hard. <clears throat> all right, here we go. Here's the outcome. Many quick photographers make big money photographing buildings and beautiful swimming pools. They sell the prints to green magazines. So far, this sounds like a real article. Or to <laughs> yeah, agencies to use them in, or to agencies to use them in tractor advertisements. <laughs> Is this for better homes and gardens? To be a photographer, you have to have a tornado camera. That kind of makes sense. You also need a squishy meter and filters and a special close-up child. Then you enter. You either then you either hire professional swimming pools. I don't want to use that again. Or go out and snap candid pictures of ordinary condoms. But if you want to have a career, you must study very carefully. Well, shit, that makes too much sense to be funny. For at least 41 years. Wow. Sorry about the letdown, folks. I guess I don't really want to make a mad lib funny. It's kind of hard to make it funny when you don't know what the rest of the stuff says. No, you just you just plug in disgusting perverted words. Right. I guess I'm not sure. You know, my clean green brain, Rufus, doesn't understand disgusting and perverted. So would you please do us the pleasure of writing a Mad Lib yourself? Or you know I, what? I learned to you, Yoda. I learned how to be disgusting and perverted from you. Right, but I can never do it when I'm on the spot. I'm just naturally crude and disgusting. Let me see from. Uh, they all have topics. Is there any adult Mad Libs? Well, no, that's the that's what makes them funny is they're all, like, innocent and childish until you plug in terribly offensive words. All right. Okay, I got it now. All right, let's try it again. Let's try one more. All right, let me see here. All right, do you want to fill in the words? Yes. All right, a, a language. French. A person you know. Massage therapist. Interesting. Interesting. I was expecting a name, but that's a good twist. An adjective. Yanking. Another adjective. Coming. Wait, that's a verb. 
Squirting. Oh, that is a verb. Damn it. Um, dripping. Well, that's a verb what, too. What? Jesus. Pooling. No. Let's see. All right. Let's just say silently. Ooh, interesting. You're writing a mystery novel. An animal. T-Rex. God damn. Getting good. A nonsense word. Word that means nothing. So I can't even think of what is that such a thing? Um, so just some letters put together? Yeah. Uh O W W W R. I don't know. Our okay. In the concept of non nonsense word, I guess. Well that's like a baby word you'd say. I'll put Shabadoo. Okay. okay, there you go. Because that's from one of my favorite Simpson scenes. Okay, a noun. Um fucking. Or wait. Person, place, or thing. Uh basement. Okay, another noun. Uh, the moon? Is that a noun? That's a noun, right? <laughs> yes it is. Okay, a number. Uh nine thousand one hundred and twenty three. <laughs> okay, awesome. Hang on a second. Another number. Two. Beautiful. Okay, now a plural noun. Prostitutes. Did you say prostitutes? Yes. Okay, last one. Type of bird. Roadrunner. All right, here we go. The uh, the title of this piece is called Introduction to a Kids Show. We're about to see. Hi there, all you yanking little boys and girls. This is your old TV buddy, M- Massage Therapist. Okay, that's pretty good. I'm going to start that over because that makes sense. Hi there, all you yanking little boys and girls. This is your old TV buddy, Massage Therapist, with another 9,123-hour program of fun and films and prostitutes for all of you. And we have a lot of great cartoons and videos. We will start with a cartoon about Mickey T-Rex and Donald Roadrunner. Then we will have a commercial for a new toy called Shabadoo. It will teach you how to build a basement and how to speak French before you even start school. Next, we'll have a cartoon about Bullwinkle and Rocky the Flying Moon. And after that, two more silently commercials. Wow. There you have it. A Mad Lib. Uh, maybe the Mad Libs thing is underwhelming. <laughs> yeah, I think you got to find an adult Mad Lib and add regular words. I think that is probably the trick to the Mad Lib thing. What were those other guys doing? They were just using the Mad Libs kids books that you get off the shelf. Were they really? But they were saying words. Yeah, but they, they're putting in words like taint and cock and, you know, banging. Right, but were they reading through them first? And just no, not, you weren't seeing that part? <laughs> Cheaters! Hey, you know what we can do, though? Let's try the bit that we're going to invent tonight where we write a song oh, on, on. virtual seven-sided dice. You're, you're breaking up. Hang on, I don't know if it's you or my shitty fucking phone. No, okay, there you go. What's up? Tornadic activity. Rufus, are you there? 
I was going to ask you the same thing. Okay, I think I'm here. I'm here. I know I'm here. But uh, why not? I, uh, that was a joke. All right. Anyway, let's. just teaching. Do you feel like writing a song tonight, Rufus? I can try, I guess. Let's call it Mad Libs. All right, let's go. Let's call it Mad Labias. <laughs> Sounds like a, a great, like, all-girl punk band. It does, actually. You know what? Who would open? Well, they could be, uh, the opening act could be volcanic, act, or wait, tornadic activity. All right, folks, here's the premise to what we're going to try to do here. This is experimental radio, so hold on. Maybe you fucking get it, maybe you don't. I'm sorry if you don't. You obviously don't deserve to be listening to this show. But what we're going to try to do here is we're going to write a song using a seven-sided person's dice. The dice represents one chord on a guitar. Say the first one is A. The A chord is for one. You get it, Rufus? You get how this is going to work? Not follow, yeah. The if it goes plays on two, it's going to be a B chord. Can you hear the guitar at all? A little bit, yeah. All right, all right. I'll put it down here a little bit. All right, so I'm going to roll the virtual dice right now. You got a pen and paper handy, Rufus, to write down these numbers? Yep, I'll do it. All right, I'm rolling the first one. Here we go. It landed on seven. Got it. Seven okay. is an F. Is an F chord. All right. Rolling again. We're just gonna do three here. Every great pop song has been written with three chords. It landed on six. So there's an E chord. Okay. Uh oh. Getting dark. Come on. That's what I thought. When you said F, I was like, uh oh, that's a dark starting place. Now we're in E territory. And now we're. It rolled a two. So it's B. It's going to be hard for me to play. F-E-B. How's it sounding so far? Sounds good. The F-E-B sounds like a, almost like a GBC kind of thing if you transpose it. Donald Trump is a weenus. It's going to be sad when he wins the election, isn't it, Rufus? You think? Uh, it might be the beginning of the end for America, American politics and democracy. I'm afraid because I remember at the beginning we thought, well, there's no way that, that he's going to win. And now I'm like... The guy could actually win, but it's not like I would care because I really don't even want Hillary to win. So if Bernie's out, I don't really care who wins. I mean, if I have to pick, and I think I might have to pick between Trump and Hillary, I'm going to have to pick Hillary because at least at least things will pretty much stay the same, which, which aren't great, but they won't get like exponentially – Horribly worse, like immediately, you know. So at least it'll be sort of the, it's the, definitely the safer bet, the lesser of two evils for sure. I mean, between the two of them, you there's, I mean, like they're both misogynists, aren't they? Yeah, 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 pretty much. 
She just, I don't know what it is about Hillary. It's the, probably the idea that she has a half a billion dollars in the bank that makes her not a legit candidate for me to be president. Yeah, well, it's just the whole, and there's pluses and minuses to it. It's just the being a career politician. I mean, she's been a politician all of her fucking life, which it instantly puts her out of touch with anything that's real. Um, but at the same time, it means that she's been in the mix of international politics, and she kind of knows how to run that game. So, or does know. she? Well, better anybody? than Trump, probably. But still, we, we we're stuck with somebody who doesn't have any experience being a normal fucking person <laughs> trying to He's represent still- a country of normal people. Trump and this whole di- idea of build the wall and all that shit. I'm like. Doesn't anybody ever remember what happened in Germany? I mean, didn't they essentially build a wall? And all it did was, like, create a bunch of problems? Yeah, but I think that's because one side of the wall was to keep people in. It wasn't to keep people out. It was to keep it was <laughs> was a it? dictatorship to keep people from leaving. Kind of like so, North Korea. So wall is like a – you think that's what they did with the Great Wall of China? They were like, no, we're just trying to keep people in because we're going to need you to, for uh, for manufacturing someday. Yeah, manufacturing. Oh, the Great Wall was built to keep the Mongols out. But then some smart politician was like, well, let's let a few Mongols in because they'll, you know, morons. Because Mongols will put me in power, probably? Yeah. Is that what happened? I'm, I'm pretty sure I read that in the history book. In the Where did the grade. Mongols come from? It was like the Trojan mongrel. I don't know. They were they were mad, crazy beasts that just sort of conquered everyone. Were they like bigger like than me. normal people? No, I think they were just more vicious. It was Genghis Khan. I mean, he's the guy who ran them, right? And so he was just uh, the guy all from about Star conquering. Trek? It was his hobby. He conquered shit. Yeah, yeah, con. Yeah, uh, what was that guy's name from Fantasy Island? He played that guy. Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> That's right. They should have had tattoo in uh, Star Trek too. He was Hermes. I think he was Yoda. Didn't he play the part of Yoda? <laughs> he could have been the starship. The starship. <laughs> the starship. It is. <laughs> All right, we need help. Well, it looks like the writing the song thing, maybe we have to try that again another night when I haven't smoked so much marijuana. Or maybe when I've smoked more. I don't know yet. It's a, a discreet fine balance you gotta you gotta find. Have you uh have you been smoking any marijuana lately, Rufus? Yeah, I do pretty much nightly after nine. Nine is, is my 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 point. You got like a little ritual that you put together? No, I just hit the joint. I do, I do need to find some other way to do it. And uh, I, you know, I told you the other day that I was going to go to Fort Smith and get a bong, but I just never was able to. But I, I do need to because I hadn't noticed that just the direct fire is kind of burning my throat a bit. You'll get used to that. Well, I don't want to get used to it. I got used to it when I was smoking it. It fucking sucks. I'd rather have it cooled down through some kind of filtration. 
Well, you know what the good thing about a bong is? Is that it does take out 50% of the carcinogens. Yeah, I don't if, care about that. It's more just like a feeling in my throat. Cigarettes, because as far as I know, smoking marijuana does not give you lung cancer. And that's why I want everybody to check out www.420productsusa.com right now. Because we're going to get it up and going pretty damn soon, aren't we, Rufus? Absolutely. Well, well right now it's getting there. It is up. I mean, it redirects to an up and running site. People can purchase off of it right now. Uh oh, that's scary. That's a scary thought. Then we need to get it updated for sure with uh, the new pricing, obviously, and the new product. I actually did get the. I got the prototype for the new Bud Buddy today from China. Oh, really? Yeah, and you know oh. what, dude? We have our own technology now about keeping water out if the smell, like trapped in, and like the freshness of the weed. Peak. We actually technated. Uh, we've got our own technology that that we came up with to do that. So we're going to be able to put that on the website as well. I've got a technical drawing of it. No, draw, no shit. Technical drawing. What's it called? Uh, Stash Mart technology. Fuck yeah. What came first, the name or the concept? No, it probably needs, like, another name for the actual process, but you want me to tell you how it works? Yeah. Okay. In the Bud Buddy, in the top of the Bud Buddy, the, now the lid has, like, a small ring of plastic in it that will go down and make sure that you get a 100% lock between the lid and the threads of the thing. Is that pretty So is it It's like a gasket almost? That's the deal. It's it's a gasket, but it's not really. It can never come loose. It's molded into the lid. Wow. That's fucking badass. When I was extremely high one night, and I'm not – I'm almost sure we could probably patent it. Well, we should try. It doesn't cost that much to submit a patent, does it? That's why I've got the technical drawings. Well, like submitting a patent is a pain in the ass. Any of that stuff, dude, a trademark, getting a trademark is a pain in the ass. Getting a patent is a fucking pain in the ass. It's ridiculous. It it all comes down to trying to keep people out of the fucking market. I swear to God, if you're a regular person, you have to jump through 8,000 hoops to do this shit because they they only want big businesses with like teams of people to be able to do it. They don't want you to be able to do it. They don't want you to be able to do it without hiring someone to do it for you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. I guess that's why there's, like, law firms dedicated to, like, patent law. And trademark law. And all it is, right. dude, all it fucking is is trying to figure out what their confusing paperwork says and what you need to fill in. And Bureaucracy, ever, dude. Email us and... It's like they write it in a language that you can't understand. Just the way that they put the words can have like 500 different meanings of what to do. And they do it to trip people up. I swear to God. It's like a drunk test. Yeah. And, you know, it probably doesn't help that every time I go on the, the USPTO website, I'm either drunk or high. But it seems like they don't want you to, to succeed. No, it's a collusion between the government and law firms and stuff. They're... There's no doubt. They both want to make as much money as possible, so they're like, let's make this as complicated as possible. 
so that we have to make money as lawyers, and therefore we pay more taxes, so then we're going to just like the IRS. Well, here's another thing. You know, I, I went to trademark the Bud Buddy, and we're still working on that. But the guy sent me back a thing saying that it can't be trademarked because it has something to do with marijuana, which is a Schedule One drug, right? So nothing as far as marijuana can be trademarked right now, as long as it's on Schedule One status. And okay. I said to the guy, no, it's like for any herb. It's not just for marijuana. And right. I told you this, and the guy's like, you know, it says Bud Buddy in the thing. And I said, yeah, it's just a play on words. Right? And they're like insisting that no, it's not. So they want me to pay another 175 bucks. That's what it comes down to. That's ridiculous. But then, wait, so the guy makes all these attachments, and all he did was like go on Google and, and researched marijuana and attached yeah. like fucking specimens of marijuana being called Bud, right? Oh, good and lord. And like they paid a fucking guy who's a lawyer to do that. So he's probably yeah. getting like 200 bucks an hour to Google marijuana and Bud in the same sentence and then attach pictures that he downloaded from the internet as evidence. It's fucking, so, so what? So it's I stupid. went and I did this thing where I searched herbal remedies. Maybe I made this guy mad. I searched herbal remedies that had uh-huh. bud in the name and attached like 50 of those and sent them back. You know, I'm like, okay, oh, all I have to do is prove to this guy, you know, that it's not just fucking pot. But he just has it in his brain that, nope, there's just no way. And you know what? Even if it is, doesn't matter. The law is on my side. If I can prove that it it isn't just for pot, just to one other use. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. I just looked up sunflower bud, and there's 434,000 results from right. sunflowers. Thank you very much. And so one of them is that's from Livestrong. One of the one of the first results is from Livestrong. Right. About okay, how to eat sunflowers because the buds taste similar to artichokes. They're talking about sunflowers and buds. And why wouldn't you want to keep that in your bud buddy, where you can keep why your sunflower right. buds separated from your marijuana buds? So what? So what if it's got a dual purpose? Crack pipes have dual purpose, right? No, they don't. I wonder if you could trademark crack pipes. You probably could because cocaine's not even a Schedule One drug. It's like. <laughs> Marijuana more fucking dangerous than cocaine. Dude, you're, you're unlocking a whole business model here. We could have the uh, the crack crony. We could have the the heroin hero. Right. We could have the uh, the horse. The, the, uh, yeah, oh, man. The uh, the oh, LSD geez, the, lounge. The LSD lounge. Yeah, it's like all those drugs to the government, or as far as the law is written, are more dangerous than mar- or are less dangerous than marijuana. Yeah. And you know what? Let me tell you something about cigarettes. And the other thing about Schedule One drugs is, is that they say, yeah, this is getting to be about pot. This show is brought to you by 420productsusa.com. Come to us for your complete marijuana needs, from convenient cannabis containment to convenient cannabis combustion. We got you covered with giggle sticks and bud buddies. I haven't even practiced that once, but I'm going to try to get that thing up. But uh, you know what? What was I saying, Rufus? I did smoke another, some more marijuana. 
you're your best defense in court, bud. Thank you. But yeah, you can put anything in here so they can't just say it's just for marijuana. That's ridiculous. And yeah, just say it's for plant seeds. Those are called bugs. Nobody. It's for gardeners. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It could be called the asshole whatever. It's you know what I mean? It the the name has nothing to do with it, really. Does you know what I mean? They're just words. It shouldn't even matter what it's named. They they should Okay, so there's like a product on the market called Weed Be Gone, I think. Right. Well, there you it? go. How do they know that doesn't mean like weed be gone because I'm going to smoke all my weed. I'm going to make it right. gone by that, enjoying that's weed. That's kind of what they're inferring. Is it because it has bud in the name that it, it can't be anything else? Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's, weed is worse. Probably. I hate to come. I hate to come to the defense of the lawyers, but at the same time, it's the government that's turning the thumbscrews on this. They're right. they're just like they're probably just thinking, oh God, we don't want the headache. You know, if we if we let this guy do this and our names attached to it, we're going to have to do hearings and blah blah blah. So they're oh, just no, like this that. Is the, this is the lawyer from the from the government. He works for the oh, government. Shit. Yeah. So like I'm saying, there he's like sitting in some office somewhere, and they have a weed. I see. I got directed to the weed specialty guy. They have a guy that deals with this weed stuff, and basically, I guess he just sits and shoots down people's fucking trademarks all day by saying, "Sorry, it has to do with weed." Well, I tell you what. I tell you what. I I drink Bud Light. Right. I'm gonna start drinking and preserving my Bud Light in the Bud Buddy. And I'll tell them, look, I, I use this to preserve <laughs> right. one, one shot to bud. That's why it's my bud buddy. That's right, exactly. Keeps you sober till the very end of the day when it's okay to be drunk. I mean, it's okay to be a little bit drunk throughout the day, but you don't want to be really drunk until it's dark out, I find. Hey, it, it's, it's dark out somewhere, right? <laughs> right, there you go. On the other side of the moon, to be exact. Now, when when there is no moon, when we don't see the moon, is there light on the moon from somewhere else, or is the moon just all dark? Uh, no, there's always the moon. The weird thing about the moon is it doesn't. It rotates, but it rotates in a perfectly synchronous rotation with Earth, so we only ever see one side of it. But the dark but, side of the moon is not dark. The sun hits it. I mean, the dark side of the moon is not we dark. Just can't see it. We just never see it because it's perfectly Ooh. in sync with the Earth's rotation that it looks always the same to us. That's not really dark. Creepy. I don't yeah. even like the thought of that. What the fuck is going on over there on the other side of the moon? We we really don't even know right now. I mean, we do. But imagine when they didn't know. Right. I mean, whenever you realize that planets and moons and shit like that are rotating, and yet you look at the moon... And it's always stationary, always showing you the same face. That's got to make you think, wow, what, what the fuck's going on? But I guess exactly. it's just a big coincidence. I don't want to say that you're blowing my mind, bud, but you're blowing my mind a little bit right now. Well, think about this about the moon. Not only is it perfectly synced that we only ever see one side of it, 
but it's also perfectly between the Earth and the Sun that during an eclipse, it's exactly the same size as the Sun. It completely <laughs> blots out the Sun. Now imagine, really, when you're an astronomer way back when, and you have no idea what any of that shit is, but you can kind of look up there and see that it's all connected, that, I don't know, that's crazy. You know? Yeah, it's cr- it's I mean, I don't now. understand it now with computers and satellites and shit. And here these guys are like, oh, I can just look at what to them looked like nothing in the sky, basically. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. have really, I wonder if you had better eyesight back then, maybe. It's, uh, I mean, it, that's just crazy now, but you're right. Like, back then when it was first discovered by some dude, there was no, like, research teams or people looking into right. this. It was just like Galileo, like in his spare time in his garage, made a telescope, and he like looked at the moon and saw it for the first time ever, with like being able to see rocks and shit. I mean, that kind of fucking blow your mind. How hard must this have been way back when, right? You're a guy who's charting the fucking stars or whatever, and it gets dark out, and then in the the next night or the night you have to look up and like try to remember. Where that one fucking bright star was. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, it'd be so easy to, like, lose your place. It'd be like, oh, fuck. I don't even know, you know, which is which right now. To try to map that shit back then. Well, that's what's, that's what's pretty impressive about that shit. Is they mapped that out, you know? Right. I mean, that's, there's no TV, no radio. You're just outside all the fucking time looking. They know... They know they knew what the stars in the sky look like at any given time, the way that you know, I don't know, the configuration of traffic on your way to work. You know, I mean, they just looked up and right. like, oh yeah, it must be must be two in the afternoon because Orion's belt is here and that fucking weird looking shape of stars is over there. Dude, imagine being the only guy on a ship crossing the fucking ocean back then that knows how to fucking read the stars and shit. I mean, what if the captain goes, I wonder how many seas were, like, or lost at sea back then when, like, you go and then the, the only guy who knows how to read the sextant, like, falls overboard or something. <laughs> yeah, there's probably been many a, a nautical mishap where the only guy who could navigate by the stars, like, had a heart attack or struck on mead and fell overboard. You know, you could probably like the most powerful guy on the ship. You'd be like, "Yeah, your wife's gonna have to blow me right now because uh, here I'm not reading this fucking ship back to shore." It was like the first that'd form be, of extortion. That'd be a cool idea for like a movie or a book or something where a guy, maybe a guy's like running away from being persecuted for a crime, and he fakes his way into the ship as being like an expert star reader. And he ends up leading them into some strange land because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Deep. Well, this is going to be the end of the first part of the show. We'll take it into the VIP here shortly, and we hope that you'll join us. Because we're going to keep the show going here for a little bit and play a little more music if you forgot. Bear with us cut our teeth on our new format. Right on.
VIP part of the show. This is Zigzag. Greetings, peeps. That's Rufus. Did you just put on a jaunty hat? I just, I just like broke out a pipe for the VIP part of the show. Yeah, I, I put on my jaunty hat. I took off my top hat and I put on a, a beanie with a propeller on it. I'd also like to mention that this part of the show is simulcast in sign language. So look at that <laughs> at the bottom of the screen. I'm doing sign language right now, but my webcam's off. Damn. Yeah, I mean, did you, did you learn any sign language like when you were a kid? Were you like forced to learn sign language? No. I've been interested in it. I'd like to know it, but I've never put forth the effort. This is crazy. I learned this uh, the alphabet like the third grade, and I still remember it every every part of it. Really? Yeah. I'm that right there. That's A. This is B. That's C. That's D. Are you, you guys with me? E. F. I can't. But I really can't. I know it. Okay. With. Right now, immediately, X. What's the X sign? Uh, you know what's funny is I I can't remember X. I don't think, because, I don't think it's an X in sign language because it really doesn't make any noise in uh, in regular language except for gray. Do you know it's replace X with CK in a lot of instances? I'm sorry, you're breaking up. I don't know if my phone's fucking up or what. What was that? I said, luckily they didn't have to create an X because X can be uh, replaced by CKS in a lot of instances. Except for X-ray. This is true. So it really is more efficient to do an X. That's why people do it text-wise like that, correct? I believe, and for Xmas as well. Right? Just take the Christ out of it. They should just call it Walmus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Black Friday must. <laughs> Kmus. Only for one more year till all of Kmart. I mean, you know it's sad when Walmart's putting Kmart out of business. You have to be like, you're you're like even more embarrassed to like shop at Kmart now than you are Walmart, even though Kmart probably has nicer stuff. That's true. That's true. That's true. I, I think the hierarchy is uh, targets at the top, right? Because some some of their products are actually made out of things that grow in nature. Walmart is Walmart. next, and then you're right. Kmart. Kmart. What was the last time you saw a physical Kmart? There's one in my town right now. There's a Kmart, and I'll tell you what. I only if I find myself at Kmart, I'm like no. Other place has it. That's the sad thing about Kmart. And I feel bad for the Kmart because the Kmart's bad because people treat it poorly. You know what I mean? It's like a redheaded stepchild. People only go to Kmart so they can complain that they had to go to Kmart. And then so the employees so, just don't even try at Kmart either. They're like, you know what? It's Kmart. What the fuck do you want? It's in the name. It sucks. So what does a Kmart look like these days? Dude, I, I seriously haven't been in a Kmart since I was like eight. Well, well, the one thing I can tell you is they're extremely dirty. They're extremely dirty and understocked. They are so fucking understocked, dude. It's sad. They're like overstocked 
in like things that you don't need and understocked in anything you would buy. Oh wow! Oh. Yeah, it, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's not. It, Kmart's like that actor. You're like, whatever happened to him? You know what I mean? And then you just find out this awful fucking story, and you're like, wow, I wish I really didn't fucking know that. Oh no. <laughs> It's like, oh, oh, where are they now kind of thing. You're like, yeah. Oh, he's Kmart. After finding out, you're just like, wow, that's that person is disgusting. How gross. So Kmart's the, the celebrity you find out still alive, but, but you feel good that you're doing better than. Right, yes. They, you, yes, you look at them, and then you, you're like, whatever happened to so-and-so? And then you, you, like, look at them, and they're all bloated and have, like, have, their teeth are falling out of their head. Kind of like Val Kilmer right now. Have you seen Val Dude. Kilmer lately? When you were starting that little bit you were going into, Val Kilmer is I, – I was going to follow up with Val Kilmer. We're on the wavelength, yeah. the same wavelength. He's a little bloated. Not that we don't love him. See, he's kind of the exception to the rule. Oh, he's a great like, guy. I, I like Val. But I think I only like him because he was Jim Morrison in the Doors movie. But then I think that that's where he got so into character with that, is it, like, ruined Val? Yeah, 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 I think so. Because apparently, I mean, he did that role really well, if I recall right. And there was a lot of, like, media buzz about how well he did that role. Maybe too well. I almost am convinced that Val was probably a better Jim Morrison than Jim Morrison was. Well, that's what I'm saying. And not only that, like maybe he could never get out of it, but he maybe, you know, what do they call it? You, you capture lightning in a bottle. Maybe that was right. his one moment, and he just could never do that you know, again. You're probably right about that, dude. You just, I mean, there's a lot of things that like you could be pigeonholed for, and be pigeonholed, like being the best Jim Morrison from the doors, is probably not that good of a thing. Yeah, I mean, it's a, a narrow field of view. That's, that's a niche. I mean, that, you know what I watched the you... other night? Real Genius. You remember that movie with Val Kilmer? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. Great movie. Right, and that's before he was Jim Morrison. I'm trying to think anything that Val Kilmer did after Jim Morrison that that is notable, and I really can't think of anything. There is one movie that I haven't seen, but I, I only know it because I, I did uh, some drunken search on the internet one day, like a few years ago, for like movies you've never seen but should or something. And there was one that came up with him in it where he plays a jazz trumpet player and like his wife is murdered in some is weird black criminal. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. He, he His acting is so good that even though he's white, you believe he's black. <laughs> really? The ultimate. Yeah. Just like uh, Michael Jackson's acting was. But oh my. he was in white be, face. It was supposed to be really good. Uh, you know, but you know, here's a, I got a question for you. You're familiar with Rotten Tomatoes? The, the like movie scoring service? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, is the... Is the higher the Rotten Tomato score mean the better the movie, or is like a low Rotten Tomato score a better movie, or does it even matter? Uh, 
my 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 opinion is that it doesn't matter. I mean, like whatever you fucking like, regardless of what Rotten Tomatoes say. But the lower the score, the the worse the movie. The higher the score, okay. the better. So the I would movie, think yeah. more Rotten Tomatoes would have been worse. I would think instead of better. Does that well, make sense? The lower the scale, the more rotten the tomato is. So, like, if you look at the little icon, if it's got uh, a high scale, it's a green tomato. If it's got a low rating, it's a red tomato. Oh. So is But is there a rotten? Does it get to, like, a point in the tomato where it's just, like, a pile of mush with a bunch of flies around it? Uh, no. They should have that icon. Why wouldn't they, they do that? Why wouldn't wouldn't you make it a point to do that if the name of your fucking shit was Rotten Tomatoes? You would think so, yeah, but no. Are you like, well, we'll insult people by having a picture of a rotten tomato on our website called Rotten Tomatoes? It's it, it'll offend Italians, <laughs> right? It'll offend somebody. It could offend Mexicans too. They like tomatoes. Don't Even they? their logo is a perfectly healthy-looking tomato. See, that makes no sense to me. I mean, just call it tomatoes then. Call it, like, ripe and and unripe tomatoes. If you're going with green tomatoes and fucking red tomatoes. Yes. You remember when I was telling you that that they wanted $50,000 or $21,000 for giggle sticks? Dot com or whatever. And I have not... Emailed this guy back, and now I feel like he's stalking me. Oh, he's just desperate. I love how, you know he what, work- I kind of admire this guy? Because he made it like he works for some kind of corporation, sort of like our Globo Corp. To where I'm supposed to be like, wow, this guy is legit. No. Because really went out of his name and or went out of his way and like produced an electronic uh, business card. No, no. If he's working in selling in domain names is <laughs> maybe one guy in a basement somewhere probably working on the computer at the job that he really has. See, and, uh, now I'm starting to admire the tenacity of this guy. <laughs> you know what? <sighs> maybe he is just a guy like me and you with a little something of a radio show just trying to make something of himself. No, that's not what I mean. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> tenacity of, of people has uh, raped people of their money more times than you can count. I'm saying it's a scam. Don't worry about it. Should I offer him 50 bucks? Yeah. Uh, 50 bucks. Hurt. What did you want? Did, did you know that marijuana is related to the tomato family? The what family? Tomatoes. It's a nightshade plant. Huh. I think. Let me check on that real quick. This is the Google part of the show where I think that that's real, but now I'm convincing myself that it's not. In Google, I just typed Google. That is not (laughs) real. You Googled Google, dude. I'm surprised the universe didn't collapse. I know. My computer immediately locked up. Marijuana tomato. Let's see what comes up. Cannabis marijuana tomatoes. Oh, my God. Create your own hybrid marijuana tomatoes that have THC. Dude. 
That is fucking awesome. Just like the tomato everything, from the Simpsons. That, that just makes fucking sense. You know what I mean? I guess. Wow. I mean, they're both I plants. Right, I'm just saying, I mean, would you have thought of doing that? No. Just the idea that it can be done. Shit. That the plants can grow together like that. Well, you didn't know they were nightshades until I told you, did you? Well, no, of course I had. You know, what, you know, nightshade is poisonous, though, from what I understood. Hey, my phone's breaking. Good. Rufus, are you there? I yeah, I, I, oh, hey, but I see yeah, that is with, so fake. That is so fake. You know what? <laughs> yeah. Let's play farmer song for the people since they stuck around. We're gonna play farmer song for you folks. All right, hey, if you spend this, I'm not coming back. Why? Really? Yeah. Why not? You gonna pee your pants? I'm going to pee my pants, and I'm going to do something else on the other side. Now you're making me not want to spin it. Well, I, what I'm saying is either way, i got to go. <laughs> oh, all right. Late. Spin it then. All right, Rufus, I'll be in touch with you. Folks, thanks for listening. I'm going to spin for uh, Farmer Song, and I'll probably be back to wrap up the show. Rufus, give us Hypersloth Hal. Hey, when you come yes. back? Yeah. Make sure you tell people they can buy all of our tunes on iTunes, Google Play, and Amazon Streaming MP3. Buy them all now for 99 cents each. Do yourself a favor. Change your life today. You heard it, folks. Listen to what Rufus says. He's a pretty smart guy when he's not drinking a lot. All right. Here it is. Farmer's song. Rufus.
yeah, my thumb is green And I'll never stop, oh no, because the farming is my, my, my dream Yeah, I am a farmer, and that's what I do best Farming is my pride and joy, my hopes and my breath Yeah, I am a farmer, that's what I do Sweet Jim, uh, Farmer Song. It is about marijuana. Because this show is brought to you by 420 Products USA and 420ProductsUSA.com, where you can find the Bud Buddy Convenient Cannabis Containment Center or the Giggle Stick uh, Convenient Cannabis Combustion Stick. That's what we're going to call it. And yes, they are for using for pot, but uh, you could use them for other herbs too. I mean, really, when you get down to it, you could easily use it for anything that you wanted to smoke. I'm not saying smoke crack out of it. I'm not condoning that. But, I mean, whatever you want, whatever you want to do, that's your, it's your body. So uh, we're going to play it out here. One last song. The song that started it all. Internet Love Song by Hypersloth. Again, 1996. Uh, there was no uh, Match.com or anything, but we foresaw the future. Here is our song, Internet Love Song, and it's about uh, trying to find a lady on the Internet right after it was invented. Yes, that's dial-up. That's how we connect it.
little honey with a red hot fun. I can tell by how she types exactly what she wants. I go to make her mind with a smooth point and click. Pretty soon she'll be on my digital. Searching the net on a mission in love. Checking out the chat rooms for a virtual dove. Typing so fast, my fingers on fire. Sending out the goods through a fiber optic wire. My keyboard with my custom-made golden spike ears on, transmitting the groove. I send her a picture of me composed out of commas and silicones, and she likes what she sees. Of course she does. That's what we do at, uh, here at the Hypersoft Happy Hour. So until Tuesday, we'll see you and uh, check us out on our website, www.420. Uh, sorry, www.hypersoft.me. 
and 420USA.com. Check it out. Uh, I'm going to play out with little fried eggs and ham just because that's how I like it. I take a menu, please. Fried eggs and ham, bitch. I like it. Slap it on a plate with my teeth. I bite it. Suck it in my gut. Metabolize it. Do it like the Donner Party. Cannibalize it. Your fried eggs and ham, bitch. Full of protein. Trying to take my plate. Ha! You see me get me. Snap your neck and leave you in a ditch. Now I'm going back for seconds because I need my fix of fried eggs and ham coming from the farmland where they got the fat peas and the chickens on hand. Take a chicken egg, hold it up to the light. If you see a little chicken side, you know it ain't right for breakfast. Omelette or a dish, you be chomping chicken bones, chicken feathers and a beak. Your fried eggs and ham, bitch, better than the weed. Might not get you high, but your belly it will feed. If you're hungry, you need a hearty meal. Yo, fried eggs and ham, bitch, uh, is a real deal. My stomach knowing, I'm sick of these throwing thumbs. Right next to me, I bet you does a body good. I be tracking it down everywhere like a member, but I do it all space style. I'm a breakfast food pile, stacking up the plates like I'm doing your child. I eat it on the east coast, eat it on the west coast. I have it down south with a biscuit of on toast. Right next to me, bitch. <laughs> 